This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. But the best friend hasn't. I'm talking about China. Unlike Pakistan, China does not use their military to forge relations, at least not yet. China is more inclined to use their checkbook. And that's their strategy in Iraq too. And honestly, it's the perfect plan. Most of us associate Iraq with war and instability, a battleground between the West and Iran. But that also means opportunities. You see, Iraq has been at war for almost two decades. First, the United States invaded the country. They hunted and killed Saddam Hussein. And once the U.S. left, the Islamic State emerged. Iraq became a front line in the war on terror. Both these conflicts have ravaged the country. Schools, hospitals, roads, airports, all of it was destroyed by the fighting. So Iraq's number one priority is rebuilding. And how much money will that take? At least $88 billion. Now, in the last decade, the U.S. played this role. They called it nation-building, but the public sentiment was never favorable. In 2020, Iraq's parliament voted to expel all U.S. troops. Plus, Iranian proxies attacked American assets in Iraq, so gradually the U.S. pulled out, and that's where China sensed an opportunity. Their trump card was oil. Almost 44% of Iraqi crude is sold to China. It's an important supply line for Beijing. In return, Iraq gets massive investments. They call it the Oil for Construction Program. It was announced in 2019. And how much money is China pledging? Nearly $10.5 billion were promised last year. That's almost one-sixth of all Belt and Road investments in 2021. Imagine that. Almost 16% of the BRI budget was invested in Iraq alone. Tells you what China's priorities are. They have secured three important projects so far. One is to build 8,000 educational facilities, 8,000. The second is an airport in the city of Nasiriyah. And the third is a science city in the north. All three are part of the oil for reconstruction deal. Now you can understand why Iraq is interested in this project. A, they need the money and B, there is no baggage. Unlike the US, China has no history in Iraq. They're not interested in the regional conflicts. So naturally, Baghdad likes Chinese investments. The question is, what's in it for Beijing? After all, it's a risky bet. Even now, there is no political stability in Iraq. A powerful cleric is shaking up Iraqi politics. His name is Muqtada al-Sadr. You could call him an Iraqi nationalist. His goal is to create a fiercely independent Arab state. No influence from Iran, no influence from the West. But where does that leave China's investments? Frankly, it's too early to say. Beijing expects Iraq to play an important role in the Belt and Road Initiative. We can think of three reasons why. Number one is the oil reserves. Traditionally, Saudi Arabia has been the top supplier for China. But like all countries, Beijing wants to diversify. Iraq has a lot more untapped reserves than Saudi Arabia. Reason number two is the axis. Negotiating with Iraq is a lot easier than negotiating with Saudi Arabia or Iran. Those are regional powerhouses. Iraq is not. Their government is desperate for money and investments. And reason number three, a chance to displace the United States. Washington is slowly pivoting from West Asia to the Pacific. And that leaves a lot of political vacuum in the region. Needless to say, China is eager to fill it. And don't get us wrong, reconstruction is not bad. Neither is building 8,000 schools in a war-torn country. The problem is China's intentions. Even middle-income countries are falling into their debt trap. They're unable to repay Chinese loans. So the big problem for Beijing is the PR. It's a problem they're working on. 
China has decided to waive 23 loans given to 17 African countries. They did not say which countries, nor did they say how much debt is being forgiven. But what explains this sudden generosity? The need for good PR. China accounts for 40% of all bilateral lending to poor countries. Those loans have attracted a lot of criticism, a lot of backlash. So this move to forgive those loans can be attributed to damage control. Countries like Iraq must be wary of this. Yes, they need money for reconstruction, but they also need to preserve their sovereignty and autonomy. As a country that survived dictatorships and foreign occupation, Iraq must understand that.